0: So I was just doing some spring cleaning, or I guess winter cleaning of the office, you know, happy workspace, you're more productive, and I decided to try and multitask because, you know, with with me and my schedule is typically pretty busy and my to-do list is never ending, so whenever I can do two things at once, um, it allows me to be much more productive, it allows me to feel like I'm accomplishing more. By the way, I guess I should have introduced myself. If you guys are new, my name is Akil Stokes. Welcome to the Trading Coach Podcast. Thank you for finding this show and this episode. Uh, Make sure you share it. Uh, That helps a lot for me growing this thing. I'm also a Forex trader and a trading coach over at tier1trading.com. If you are interested in becoming a better trader, learning uh, how to overcome the obstacles that are keeping you from the success that you want, make sure you head over to the platform, make sure you sign up for our 14-day trial, make sure you take in all of the amazing free things that we have to offer. So while I was uh, you know, multitasking, even though multitasking isn't a real thing, I was listening uh trying to catch up to some of the videos that I watch on real vision, and I was watching this trading psychology series and uh, a video from a guy named Dr. Alden Cass called "Your Inner Athlete and if you guys know anything about me, I love sports and trading comparisons, so you know I had to click it and what was interesting is he had said something that I had recently heard before now you know maybe it's one of those recency bias things where I just shared it as one of my quotes of the day on social media so the subject automatically popped out to me but the topic was that in order to be I guess at your your maximum level of success as a trader you need to have a certain level of anxiousness you need to have a certain level of frustration and if you would have asked me this years back my brain probably would have exploded like what what are you what no no we're teaching traders to you know not trade with emotions don't be frustrated don't be angry those are are, or anxious those are things that get you into trouble and the truth is right we can't not i know it's a double negative don't judge me we can't not trade without emotions, right? As a human being, unless we have some sort of complex, it is impossible for us to just say, boom, emotions go away for this period of time, then come back, right? We always have them. And I've really kind of changed my message from trading without emotions to either controlling your emotions while you're trading or to not make trading decisions based on your emotions. Those are two different things. But going back to this idea that For a trader to be at their optimal level of performance, they need to be a little bit anxious. They need to be a little bit frustrated. Um, What Alden said or Dr. Cass said, he says, any complex task is better performed at an anxiety level or frustration level of around five or six uh, out of 10. Anything above that. Uh, above the 6 is counterproductive for your overall performance and he gave a great example of an athlete right when when athletes are at their best right they're not kind of calm and relaxed and perfectly under control they're they're kind of right they they've got a little bit of an edge to them but they're not so kind of caught up on the edge that Um, they get over frustrated and they start messing up. You know, a good example is we we talk all the time in sports about bulletin board material, right? So when a coach or a player from another team says something about your team and, you know, that little bit, it may not even be anything serious, but that little bit of bulletin board material gets you kind of, motivated and amped up and you you come into the game with an edge like well I'm going to get this guy I'm going to show him or like a um, we often see athletes that play better against teams that they were just uh, traded from so if uh, an athlete were on a certain team and he got cut he goes into that game against his former team with kind of an edge like I'm going to kind of I'm kind of show this coach what he missed out on Um, so basically it's kind of at least my interpretation of it was you're kind of getting up for the event, you're kind of getting up for the game, and I think back to my sports game, uh, my sports career, and I would always hype myself up, right? I, I have music on, I you know, bump my head against the wall, I'm out there pre-game before the game, you know, catching balls, looking good, just you know, just feeling myself a little bit, and that's how I got up for the game. And he mentioned that athletes often perform their best when they kind of reflect on their own highlight reel, and and what that is or what that means is they they. Basically, feed their ego. They they look back at the best things that they have done, and this is a, a, a practice that I also I, I also do when I'm training. Right when I'm in a workout, I, I typically work out by myself. Um, when I'm in a workout, I, I I visualize everything. I teach my athletes this as well. I visualize everything. I, I I stand there at the line if I'm if I'm running a race, for example, and I start going through past races in my head. I pick my best race out. I remember how exactly how I feel. I, I remember exactly what I wore. I remember the, the smells. I remember specific people cheering. I remember, you know, sweat coming down. I remember noises I make, right? It's funny how when we have these very important moments of our life, we tend to remember every detail. Think of things like, like, wedding dates. Think of things like, you know, the, the first time you asked your significant other out, your first kiss, the first uh, dinner date, right? I remember one of the first dinner dates I had that wasn't on campus was in the Fridays. And me and the wife were having a bubble blowing competition in, uh, you know, some Pepsi cups or something like that. But put yourself in that position where you're, you're feeding yourself positive energy, positive energy, getting yourself up for the game, and then you're typically going to perform well. However, you got to find that balance where if you kind of overthink it, if you psych yourself up too much, you may tip the scale and then you're, you're, you're a little bit too emotional and now you're out of control. And trading is the same way, right? Because we need confidence to enter a trade. And you know our, our traders watch us trade here at Tier 1 Trading each and every day live, right? We call it the glass house where Jason, uh, Jason Grayson and myself, we come in full transparency you see everything we're doing you see all the wins you see all the losses right everything and they often see us um show examples of a massive amount of discipline I'm actually in a a dollar Canada trade right now that I've been sitting in for three days and we had a discussion this morning on hey guys we're sitting here we, we we got 40 pips on target one we went about you know Seven eighths of the way to target two. We started reversing, took me from like sixty pips back up to only 40 pips, but I I can't do anything. I gotta just sit here and, and, and wait it out. And when we we do that, they say, Well, how are you guys so confident? How are you able to sit there and just execute it? I would be freaking out. I'd be losing my mind. And it's because we've we've put ourselves in that zone, right? We've taken, we're really consistent in what we trade and how we trade. So when we look at the markets we're essentially doing the same thing uh each and every day at least in general the, the different trading opportunities can differ but the general analysis is the same we've done the same thing every day and, and when we're seeing these opportunities they're doing nothing more than reminding us of previous opportunities now this is where we have a choice and this is going to be kind of the the difference maker between successful and struggling traders right the struggling tr- the struggling trader and in general in life, we, we often remember our, our negatives more than our positives, right? Um, pain is kind of a more impactful emotion or whatever, or trigger, whatever you call it, than pleasure, right? So a struggling trader will often look at a trade and they'll be fearful to say, oh, I remember I had something like this two years and three months ago and it lost, right? They could have 10 of the trades that won, but for some reason they concentrate on that loser and they're feeding themselves negatives, negatives, negatives. On the other hand, successful traders, we're feeding ourselves positive. We're feeding ourselves, ooh, I remember seeing this in my back testing. I know my back testing results were good. I can't wait to get this opportunity. Or ooh, I remember a trade I had on this last week. Same type of setup, just at a different level. Ooh, I can't wait to get it. We're actually, instead of being fearful, kinda hoping that the trade doesn't happen, we're kind of hoping that it does. We want to get involved, right? It, it reminds me of school days where like, you, you, uh, the, the teacher asks a question and they're scanning the room and they're like, who am I gonna call on? And, and you know the answer, at least you think you do, but you, you have zero confidence. You're like, don't call me, don't call me, don't call me, don't call me, don't call me. damn it. it! Mm. Uh, right? Instead of being that, we're the student where our hand is up like, ooh, 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 call me, call me. I know it, I know it, I know it. I wanna get recognized. And it's because we're we're replaying all of the positive trades in our mind where we're getting up yeah we're a little bit nervous because we we never know what the outcome uh is gonna be yeah we may get a little bit frustrated as as price action kind of just you know nibbles away right before your entry but doesn't get filled yeah we get nervous we get fun- frustrated we get anxious to get involved that's that's all part of it but we don't let that get to a point where it affects our performance. We we look at it as a positive. We're anxious because we we want to get involved. We're frustrated because we haven't gotten involved yet. And we know that this is a good opportunity. We're not anxious uh to to make a mistake or or frustrated because of past performance. So it's a very interesting dynamic. And Denise Scholl said the same thing um in another uh video that I I listened to either a video or, or in her book. Um from a while ago, I remember. So it's it's kind of cool that I'm hearing this from two different perspectives, but they're essentially saying the same thing. And especially as an athlete, when I make that relationship, it, it certainly makes sense. So next time you're on the chart guys instead of kind of being fearful of the trade right go through kind of a a visualization technique right go through a a, you know a, a kind of meditation type period where you close your eyes you start feeding yourself good trades right pick your last best trade right pick your best trade right i know my best trade always stands out for me new zealand dollar my game changer. I remember it like the back of my hand. But feed yourself that energy. Kind of get up for the trading day, whether you're doing just top-down analysis in the morning or you're doing active day trading, um, you know, for a set period of time. Get yourself up. Get yourself excited to be in the markets, and see if that makes a difference in not your analysis and and, and how you view opportunities, but how in control you are of yourself when those opportunities uh, come to fruition.